Hey girl, welcome to Kinsco World, the online playground for boss babe entrepreneurs like you. Here in this realm, we're all about bringing your dream business to life. Let's get to it. Hello guys, I am back. Uh, so I took a little break for last Friday's episode because I wanted to make sure all of you guys had the chance to listen to my latest episode, episode number 10, 100, oh my gosh, 100 things I learned. <laughs> I would have to give you a longer break than freaking a week to listen to a podcast about 100 things I learned, 10 things I learned during my first 100K year in business. And it's been really fun to see all of your feedback and see how the things I've learned have also applied to your guys' business. So if you haven't listened to it yet, make sure to check out that episode. It's by far been my most popular episode so far, and I'm glad it has because there are a lot of really key important takeaways that I give away for free. (laughs) So it's a really good one if you haven't listened to it yet, but I'm excited to be back today and I'm really excited what we're going to be talking about. I am actually recording this. It's midnight. I am leaving. So I've been at my parents' house for three weeks now. Three weeks. Is that right? Holy moly. I have been here for a long time and I am just ready to be home. (laughs) I ended up, if you follow me on Instagram, you saw that I started the process of going blonde today, um, which is something that I've always really wanted to do. Well, I've, I've actually been blonde before a long time ago. If you scroll back far enough on my Instagram, you'll be able to find it. Um, it was actually, we went back and looked and it was five years ago that I, it may have even been a little bit longer than five years ago, but that I went blonde And I liked it, but I ended up changing and going back dark. And I've been thinking about it for a while. And I just keep having this fear of like, oh my gosh, like what if I look ugly with blonde hair? What if I blah, 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 blah. And I realized I was giving way too much power to my hair. Like in the back of my mind, I have some sort of block about my hair defining who I am. And actually it doesn't matter. I used to never have this issue. I had a pixie cut until I was 16, a little older than 16. And I've now since then like been kind of growing it out. But up until that point, I literally never worried about my hair and never like had this confidence embedded in my hair, which I think it's good to feel confident about your hair, but I think it's bad to like hide behind your hair. And I feel like I've kind of started to do that. So anyways, I started the process. The lady that I went to was someone who my sisters go to and she lives in where my parents live. So I ended up staying a couple days longer than I wanted to because it was as soon as she could get me in. And that's a long story of me to tell you. I'm still at my parents' house. Uh, But the good news is I've actually learned a lot about recording podcasts while here because I've learned that all my spaces in my office are very echoey and so I've now learned how to create better quality sounding podcasts um so that's the plus (laughs) hopefully I can still recreate that when I get home the things I've learned here but so today what I wanted to talk to you guys about is something that I've named the three p's procrastination, perfectionism, and progress. And I really feel like they all go hand in hand, like straight up. They 
mesh together all of them. I use them. I'll use one to offset the other. And it's just this vicious cycle of no good. (laughs) Unless you're just focusing on progress, which we'll get to. But I want to start by talking a little bit about procrastination. And procrastination is something I deeply, deeply struggle with. When I do exercises about what's the thing that's holding me back in my business, I know it's procrastination. It's something I really work on. I talk about it in my podcast episode, how to get over feeling overwhelmed. And it's still something I struggle with all the time. And like last week was one of the most productive weeks of my life. And this week I can feel like, okay, I'm having a hard time getting back into things again. So it's just always honestly ups and downs. And I know that there's also like the moon has to do a lot with that. And there's all sorts of things that have to do with how productive we're feeling. But I've always had an issue with procrastination. And some of the questions that I like to ask myself when I'm having these moments that I'm procrastinating or whatever is why am I procrastinating? A lot of times um, it's not just happening. If I'll ask myself, okay, why am I procrastinating this? Once I answer that question, it's easier to start making it happen, whatever I was trying to work on. So for example, a lot of the times when I'm procrastinating, it's just a habit. Like it's just something like I'm just on social media, wasting time, or I'm laying there watching TV, wasting time. It's not in a way that it's like, I'm intentionally procrastinating. Sometimes it's just I have bad habits that are taking up my time. And that's something that I really plan on working on in 2019 is I want to consume a lot less content and create a lot more. And this has always been one of my goals, but not even business-wise consuming content and creating content, but I I want to watch less TV and make more art. I want to scroll through Instagram less and, you know, write more like books. I want, I just have so many more dreams that it's like consuming gets me nowhere. And I do think there's like a healthy level of consuming and there's a healthy level of getting inspo and interacting with your followers and whatever. But a lot of those times when I'm, I mean, when I'm sitting in front of the TV, there's no point unless I'm like treating myself and relaxing. There's no point for me to sit and binge watch Dirty John unless you are watching it and you'll understand there is a point because it's so freaking crazy. If you guys have watched, I uh, I have two episodes left. There's one new one that came out on Sunday I need to watch, and I think there's another one coming out this Sunday. I listened to the podcast, but I don't know if I'm going to finish it because it kind of really gets me feeling down in the dumps. An example of why I shouldn't do it. That's kind of why I'm at this place where I'm like, I don't know if I want even though it's like been really fun to watch it and I had fun watching it with my sisters and stuff, I'm like, this makes me feel so gross. How much better would I have felt if instead of watching this TV show for six hours that's about like a creepy guy and murder and blah, blah, blah. Um, that's a great like, <laughs> that's a great advertisement for the show. Um, but anyways, how much better would my time have been spent if I was instead like painting or writing or going out in nature. You know, it's like, how are we spending our free time? That has nothing to do with this episode. I can try, like, I try to build outlines (laughs) with my podcast. I really do. But it's hard to stay on track for my mind. (laughs) I feel like I could, like, hand a doctor my podcast episodes and he would be like, yeah, like, you have this, you have this, you have this, you have ADD, you have... So sorry, but this is just a peek into my mind and this is what you guys asked for. Well, you didn't really ask for it, but 
That's what I'm giving you. Anyways, ask yourself that question. Why am I procrastinating? Answer that. Then ask yourself again, is it the fear that I don't know how to do it? And this is something when I'm like very intentionally procrastinating. When I've started to do things like clean my whole house instead of working on a project, stuff that I really don't like to do when I've started doing that instead of it. Um, that's when I know that usually it's one of these things. So is it a fear of not knowing how to do it or is it a fear of failure? So if it's a, if it's a big project that maybe you've taken on a lot and it feels like maybe too much for you to chew, you're fine. You can do it. Like you, I promise you, you can do it. If you need to reach out and ask for help, do that. But like you don't think of, sometimes I think in the back of my mind, I have like the idea that I can maybe opt out of it and maybe at the last minute like flake out and I never have before and I've never needed to I don't know why I have that idea in the back of my head but just remind yourself like you can do this you you wouldn't have taken it on if you couldn't have done it like the universe wouldn't have let the stars align for you to take on this project and maybe you're gonna have to ask for help maybe you're going to have to readjust the like whatever the expectations were of the project or whatever it is, but you can do whatever you've said you're going to do. Maybe it was that you're going to launch a a new line of clothing. Maybe it was that you're going to launch your website on this date. Whatever it is, I promise you, you can do it. And we're going to go more into that with progress, but we'll talk more about that. Um, Because sometimes it might not feel perfect and that feels like a reason that we procrastinate. So we'll talk about that with perfectionism. But the last question I want you to ask you when you're procrastinating is, do you not like what you're doing? So this was something that I noticed a lot with my like one-off design clients where I would be working on a project and I'm like, I should think this is fun. Like this is a really fun project. This is, I love this client. I love everything I'm doing. Like why am I procrastinating this? But deep down, I felt like I was meant for more. And so these little projects were so hard for me to do because I'm like, I want to be creating podcast. I want to be starting a YouTube. I want to be creating more courses. I have all these other things I want to do, but I'm sitting here, you know, at my desk making these quotes for someone or whatever it is. It just, that's the moment that I knew, like I kept procrastinating these one-off design projects. And I was like, I know that I'm not supposed to be doing this because I deep down, I don't want to be doing this and I'm not feeling called to this. So look at those three questions and say, which of this does it fit into and fix accordingly. If you're hating what you're doing, like time to make a switch and it doesn't have to be an overnight switch, but start advertising your other services instead of the service you're providing. Or if it's something like if it's you're selling something that you don't love and every single time you have to deliver, you're like, I don't even want to freaking send this out. Or maybe it's everything you're doing. Maybe you are like, I knew this girl, well, she took one of my courses and she had a boutique and she ended up closing the boutique to become an influencer. And it's like, you know what? Maybe she was hating running the boutique and maybe being an influencer is like what her true calling is. And I think it's cool to like act on that. So you do really have to ask yourself, am I liking what I'm doing or like, am I over it? And not even over it. Over it's a word I really don't like to use. It's more like, am I... Because if you're, if it's something you're passionate about, there will be times still where you're like, I'm over this. There's times when I'm like, I don't want to stay up late. I don't want to stay up late recording a podcast episode. I have to get up tomorrow morning and leave at 6 a.m. <laughs> to get back in time for some client calls I have. And, but I didn't feel that tonight. <laughs> 
There are some times though where I'm like, oh, like why did I promise I was going to do this? Um, so there are times you have to push through, but if it's an overall feeling of like, I'm over this, then you have to readjust. You have to make adjustments to your business or whatever it is that you're working on to make it so that you're excited about the things you're taking on. Cause when I think about the projects that I started working on and I was literally like full blazing ahead, those are the projects that are like my best, most successful projects. And they turned into longtime clients, longtime coaching clients. And I'm sure for more years to come, they're going to stay on my roster of clients because I'm super excited about their project. I love everything we're doing together. Um, And it'll be that same way for you. When you're selling people stuff that you're super excited about and you feel super confident in, um, they will be longtime return customers. So now to get into perfectionism something very dear to my heart. (laughs) And it's a lot harder when you're running your own business because you, I don't know. I feel like when I had a job, if a deadline was coming up, I'm like, okay, it's fine. Like this is good enough. But when you have your own business, it's part of you. Like literally, but my business is part of my identity. And I probably need to like disconnect it from who I am because I hold a lot of my self-worth and like how good my business is doing. I know I need to work on this, but I, because of that also, I hold myself to such a high standard and it's like, I don't want to release this until it's perfect. I don't want to launch my new website till it's perfect. I don't want to launch this until it's perfect. I don't want to launch this course until I've had professional video done. I don't want like the list of where you could make your brand be better is endless. Like I could give you a list of 500 ways I want to improve my brand. Like literally easily I could write 500 ways I want to improve my brand. But you can't get in that mindset where you're just thinking of all of these things to fix. You got to keep thinking about progress. Because when it comes down to it, who is going to benefit from your product being perfect except you? Um, And this is something I have to think about a lot when I'm getting into these stages of like, oh, like I want this perfect. I want this. It's like, is, am I wanting this perfect because I because my customer needs it to be perfect or am I wanting it perfect because of my own ego? Because I would be embarrassed if somebody found out that I messed up, if somebody found out that I told this wrong or that my website isn't completely finished or whatever it is that's holding you back. Is it because of you're worried about what people will think or is it because you're worried about them, it like affecting them? Because guess what? Most of the time, it's not them that it's going to be affecting. Today, I am going to post a new wallpaper on my Instagram that is says progress is way cooler than perfect. And that's like literally if there's one thing I could get you to take away from this, it's just focus on progress, continual progress every single day. I talked about this. I did an Instagram live And I talked about how you should just choose three things every single day to move your business forward. The next three things every single day when you wake up, right? The next three things don't go to bed until those three things are finished and just focus on those three simple things. And that continual progress will do such massive things for your business. So in business, I actually learned this from Silicon Valley. It's the best TV show ever. (laughs) It's not a waste of time. You learn stuff about business, right? Um, I actually am like way behind on it. That's a new thing I need to waste my time on. But anyways, 
There's two types of products that you can release that will help you in your business. One is called the MVP, which means minimal minimal viable product, which can be compared to like a beta. If you've heard somebody like we're releasing the beta or whatever. Um, and then MMP, which is minimal marketable product. It's like <laughs> tongue twister. But with the minimal viable product, what that means is the like the littlest version of this product you can get out into the world. So for example, with a clothing boutique, don't try to launch with a hundred pieces, like launch with 10 pieces in the beginning, figure out what your customers love, figure out what's selling well, start adding more of that into it. If you're launching a website, launch with one blog post, one video, one podcast, Test it out and see what people are loving the most. You know, it, it depends on how you apply it to your business, but launch with this minimal product to get it out the door and start making tweaks because it's so much easier to make tweaks than to adjust, like than to put all this emphasis on the launch. With my private coaching clients, when they are like getting super excited for the launch, I'm super excited, obviously, for them to launch because I'm excited for it to get out into the world and all of that stuff. But what I'm mostly excited about when they launch their whatever it is, if it's a boutique or their coaching business or whatever, when they launch, I am just excited to get it out there so we can start making progress because you can't make progress on your business until it's live. Like, I want you to get that tattooed on your butt cheek. (laughs) You can't make progress on whatever it is you're trying to make progress on until it's live because that's when you can look at it and make tweaks and adjust and look at how your customers are responding. I mean, it's just the most important part is the progress, the consistency, the learning from your mistakes. All of that stuff is the most important part. So that's why I would say with whatever it is you're doing, just launch the minimal viable product. Um, okay. The next thing I want to talk about is the minimal marketable product. So this means you have an idea of what you're going to sell, but you don't have it completely done yet. And this, you have to be a lot more careful with, because this is when you're like kind of toying with people's trust. Um, a lot of times I see boutiques do like a pre-sell for something and that sometimes works fine because then you know how many to order, but sometimes the manufacturers, their shipping date is wrong. Or sometimes you get it in stock and you're like, crap, this is like totally low quality or totally a different thing that they sent me. So it's kind of dangerous to start marketing and selling your product before you launch it. Um, but what I did with mine, so when I first launched a branding school, I launched it before I had any of the content made. I had the outline so I could market it, but what really worked well with this is that I was held accountable because it was like, I have all these people's money who, and I actually did this first, the first product I ever launched was an ebook. If you've been around since day one, you would know about it. It was called good things come to those who hustle. And it was like a $39 ebook and audio recording and I don't want to think about it. <laughs> I taught a lot of really good stuff especially for $39. But looking back I'm like that was not perfect. I mean that was my first first situation and <laughs> definitely was the minimal viable product in that situation. But from that I learned and moved forward and with that one I pre-sold it as well and it held me accountable to have to have it done by a certain date instead of just saying like, "Oh, I'm going to write my book whenever I get around to it." 
So that's why you, that's what you have to focus on is either choose which of those products makes more sense for your business. Um, I would stick to doing the minimal viable product because for me, it's so much easier for me to market and sell something if I have it and if I know how amazing it is. Anyways, I think that's it for today. The takeaway I want you to do is just realize like progress is progress. Keep pushing forward. Push whatever that is that you have almost finished, that you've almost had launched, that you've almost been ready to post about on social media. Just post it. Get it out there. We put way too much pressure on the launch when what really is important is how we progress from there, how we stay consistent from there, and how we stay tweaking and making our product perfect long game. Because a perfect product in the beginning is boring. Like, okay, so you have this perfect product, product, like what's next? It's really empowering to think like, I launched this product, people want it now, and I can't wait to over deliver and to keep tweaking and keep making it better. Okay, until next time, guys. Bye.